Welcome to the Rush Hour Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 53. I'm your host, Terry, and your host, Malcolm here. Hey, guys. What's going on? So in today's episode, we're discussing about why we recommend strength training for beginners and why beginners should start off strength training over anything else and why it's important to strength training. Sure. Um, so, Terry, uh, ask you, well, what do you, why do you feel it? Do you think they should, first of all? Beginners to strength training? No, not... That's the, do you think that that's the first thing that, that they should do? Um, like if you're gonna do it, yeah, it's think. a good base. Like uh, we always talked about foundation, like building that yeah. that solid foundation. Right, like you're building a house, you want to build a solid concrete floor, solid base before you build the the rest of your house. Uh, so definitely, strength training is where it's at in terms of just starting off there. Now it doesn't have to be too much in terms of like hypertrophy work and sure. getting bigger muscles, but just getting stronger. Getting your joints stronger um, before you actually get into, like, let's say, CrossFit or before you get into powerlifting or mm-hmm. before you get into any type of, uh, I guess, fitness goals or things that you want to accomplish in terms of, like, let's say you want to compete in an event. Mm-hmm. I think that's the basis should be strength training and then you branch off from that and try to build on top of that. Yeah. And get more specific in terms of what you want to do and what you want to accomplish. Sure. Yeah, you know, I think I think with every single sport there is, whether it's bodybuilding, whether it's uh, piloting, whether it's water polo, no matter what water it is, <laughs> no matter what it is, you I guess the athlete should start off by learning learning to be strong first, um, because out of everything there is in terms of physique, in terms of uh, conditioning, that's the last thing to go. So strength is like the last thing to go um, in terms of everything you have, you could you could have. You know, yeah. yeah. Strength is the is the one thing that you can have for a longer period of time. Yeah. yeah. So if you're going to work on something that's going to give you a foundation and a base for you know for whatever sport you're going to play, it's going to it's going to be that. Um, you know, for example, if you got, if you want someone to do CrossFit, if they're not or if they want to do Olympic lifting, if they're not strong already. And you want them to, you want them to practice doing like a clean or a clean and press, but they're not strong. At the yeah, moment. it's like a, it's like taking like a average individual that never lifted before and yeah. put them right into Olympic lifting or yeah. like CrossFit and tell them to do all these movements. Like, yeah, they could do the movement, but they have probably gonna have a higher risk of injury. Sure, yeah. probably injure themselves more because their joints are not used to just even getting a barbell into their into that position and performing all these high impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, movements, but uh, like, and they didn't even like practice a a goblet squat yet. Yeah. You know, just like a basic squat. Yeah, they haven't practiced loading themselves yet. They're loading themselves with these barbells, right? Yeah, I think one the the, the main thing you said is injury injury prevention. Um, if you're if you're weak and you're doing movements that your body isn't really used to or has never really dealt with that intense load, mm. um, injuries can happen because you haven't you know developed you know that kind of just muscle tissue over time, and then your joints haven't really been able to become stronger over a period of time for you to be able to, to handle that in, yeah. in that intensity. Um, especially if it, especially if the sport has to do with lifting weights. So if you're going to do a living lifting or CrossFit or bodybuilding, you have to lift weights to be able to be good at the sport you're going to do. So you're going to need some kind of just foundation to do that. And, you know, if you're somebody who isn't strong and you're going to do a high volume of, like, a shoulder press or like a high volume of a, of a bent over row, it doesn't really it doesn't really help you if you can't if you can't do the weight a little heavier. 
You know, like if you're if you're starting weight, it's really low because you're so weak, and so then there's nowhere for you to like really go up from there. You know, if you're if you're doing high volume on something that's really light for the average person or someone yeah, yeah. who has your weight, whatever, there's nowhere for you to go. You know, so it's better to be strong first, so that way the weight that you that you become strongest with, you know, let's say, you know, you get strong at being able to do a number row at 55 pounds. Your high volume can be at 30 pounds, you know, at 25. Right. You know, that's, you know, that's an example. But right. if you're... I'm sorry, you could do a high volume. <laughs> 10 pounds. 10 pound, pound row at high volume? Like no, 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 no. 10 pound row would be a one run and 5 pound row would be a high volume. No, no. <laughs> it's just too close of a range, you know what I mean? It's too close of a range. It's just... It's like, oh, strength here, 10 pounds, volume, 5 pounds. It's like, okay, all right, whatever. You know, right, right. <laughs> but <laughs> I know what you mean. But but uh, but especially for, like, athletes who, um, uh, like, sport athletes, like uh, like contact athletes, like football players or basketball players, um, you know, they're younger kids. You know, they're in their early teens, and they're just, if they start strength training, um, they start to just develop. They already have, they're already athletic as it is, so they right. develop some kind, of, some kind of strength that'll make their movements on the field or on the court a little more efficient, um, mm-hmm. especially if they're going to deal with, like, contact from another, from another uh, you know, from another player. You know, it also gives them confidence. You know, if you, if you know you can squat a certain amount of weight or you know you can bench with a certain amount of weight, you, you develop sh- uh, strength over time. And then, you know, you go onto the field, you know, like, okay, like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I've gotten stronger over the, over the past six to eight months. So I know that now on the court, I can display it now on the court or on the field or whatever it is, whatever sport you play. That'll just help you, you know, with just, you know, knowing that, okay, I'm strong. I know that I'm not going to get knocked over. I'm not going to get blown over by some wind. Mm-hmm. You know, know. Yeah, it's a good, and it's a good time to for them to start strength training when they're younger. Because um, you don't want them to start strength training when they're already, let's say, at a higher level of competition, like when they're a college athlete. Sure. Because they they're not going to have time for that. Yeah. Right? So you want to build that foundation now and then eventually, you know, just touch up on some stuff that you need to work on and... Yeah. Eventually, when you get to a pro player, you don't really strength train too much. Yeah, you, know, I had you to... work on more skill mm-hmm. and just try to be more efficient at what you do instead yeah. of like trying to get stronger. Mm-hmm. I had that conversation with a friend over the weekend. He asked me. He uh, I had I had the same conversation with him. You know, maybe months or year or maybe a couple of years ago. He was mm-hmm. saying, you know, like he's like, you're right. You know, he was saying how like he knows he knows that in certain sports like football, you notice a lot of injuries. Right and you know, I, I, you know, I said that, you know, I feel like it's because of the fact that they can't strength train. You know, they can't do any kind of strength training in the offseason because there's no time, you know. So that's why, you know, it's good as you said, it makes sense to start off at a really young age and you can build strength from the ages of 14 all the way up to, what, 21, 20, 22, 23. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then from there, if you're a pro at what you do at that early age in your early 20s, then you all have you have built a good solid years of you know ten years of solid strength training where now you have a foundation, you know from there you can get stronger. But you really, as far as your sport goes, you don't really have time to. So you just really rely a lot of your athletic ability, you know, from there. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to like start from the bottom. You know, you don't have to start like how to do a squat. You don't have to go through like all the movement patterns and learning everything from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. Um, you already know how to do a lot of the stuff already. So from there on out, you just Try to build a little more strength when you're in your off season for athletes uh, in particular. Yeah, and I thought. Yeah, well, I thought about a lot about it, like young basketball players. Mm. If you think about a lot of young kids who play basketball, they're very like uh, like frail almost. Yeah, they're definitely frail. Um, like in high school, 
a lot of them when they get to the pro level they have to put on size yeah, like they're, they're size, mandatory yeah. to put on size because they don't really do strength training on their own all they do is play basketball we'll play like basketball, they want yeah. to go to the park right that's my training for yeah them, yeah right? what's that uh kid from the lakers um uh, ingram ingram yeah, yeah. Ingram, yeah. Uh, it's funny you said that so, so i said it yeah ingram uh he was they said he couldn't bench 185 when he first got to the NBA. Yeah, yeah. And like, for so for a guy who is over 200 pounds, and, right, right. and he's you know obviously he's relatively tall. His arms are really long, but that's like still that's not that's not very it's not acceptable you know to not be able to bench that much. Yeah. Um, not that you really need bench press in basketball that much, but that just does. A bench press does kind of show overall like raw body strength in a way. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't have that, then it does it does kind of like it does kind of like translate into the into the basketball court. You may be able to like push over a little bit, you know. Yeah, and he's still pretty skinny. Even he's still pretty he, skinny. Now, even though yeah. he put on some muscle, he's still pretty skinny. So yeah. like, if he would have done it, I think earlier, yeah, in his uh, younger teenager years, maybe a little more in college, mm-hmm. and put on a little more size, I sure. think he would be a little more effective player. Yeah, and he could be a little. More aggressive with exactly. his plays, you know, so he'll be a better overall basketball player. So, yeah. in terms of athletes, I think it's great um, starting off with strength training. You know, even though you're training for your sport, and even though you're you're practicing every day for like whatever lacrosse, basketball, football, mm-hmm. you know, there's more to that than just playing the game. Mm-hmm. Right? You have to do stuff outside of it um, in order to prepare yourself for pro levels. Sure, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, in the, when you're high school, like everyone's pretty much the same size. Yeah, you don't have to yeah. worry about like yeah. you know being too physical. Yeah, you know, even the college level, like everyone's pretty much the same size. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's because at a young age, when you get to the NBA, the guys are like grown men. They're in their like mid to late twenties. You right. know, maybe maybe early thirties. Yeah, early thirties, and they're they're strong just from over from years of use. You know, like yeah. they're just strong overall. So when you get there and you're this skinny kid who hasn't never lifted a weight in his life, and you get there right. and you're like, oh wow, and then like you realize how much stronger they are than you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's definitely, I think it's definitely, uh, I wouldn't call it an issue. Like, I mean, I think it's something that you know a lot of like coaches in high school neglect because it's like as an athlete, what do you really need strength for, you know? Yeah, I mean, in my for, high school, we never had strength training for except for the wrestling team. They use a the weight room to get like muscle. That's it. Yeah, like to bulk up. Like, wow. Even the basketball team, like, all they do is, I saw them, they didn't go into the weight room at all. Though. Yeah. They, they would play basketball and yeah. did practice, which was like, you know, shoot, shoot around, and mm-hmm. that's about it. That was their that was yeah. their training protocol. Yeah, I think an old school theory. And runners as well. Yeah. I think an old school theory is that if you're a basketball player and you, and you put on muscle, that you become very, they use the word, tight. Like, yeah, like tight, slow. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's not really true because football players, they are pretty much in my opinion somewhat better athletes than them mm. in my in my in my opinion right right because the the ground they have to cover is so much more ground as far right, as like right. running from 100 yards you know sideline to sideline it's a lot more ground to cover yeah so there but there if you look at them compared to if you look at them they're, they, they're a lot bigger obviously because they have to take in, take on more contact mm. but it doesn't affect their athletic ability at all they're still fairly uh they're still uh, fairly muscular individuals, and they're still um, still athletic. So yeah. I, I think that you know you think that in, college, in, uh, in high school you should start the kids off with doing some kind of like some kind of deadlift, some kind of squats, some kind of overhead press at least, just to be able to just um, get a little stronger, you know, mm-hmm. just to develop some kind of upper body, some kind of lower upper body strength over over the years, you know, mm-hmm. because they're you know they're 
16, 17, eight year, 18 years old, and they're just using, you know, quickness and being able to jump high as their way of gateway of getting to the next level. Right, but then right, at the same right. time, like when they get there, it's like, oh, it's a rude awakening. Yeah, yeah, because that then they have to go through like a lot of training camps in terms of like building strength, building yeah. that solid foundation, which they didn't have before. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's go into like talking about for general population people. I know we touched on athletes for like a good ten minutes here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about just for general population people, like why it's important for strength training. Um, I guess we touched on it a little bit in the beginning, yeah. in terms of uh, where why they should start because like if they were to do anything else in the future uh, with their fitness journey, yeah. right, they would have need that strength training as a basis uh, to support them. Sure. Their their fitness journey, whatever goals may change, yeah. um, whatever they want to do may change, but in terms of just getting themselves to start off in and incorporating strength training is definitely a help mm-hmm. for for the long run. Yeah, yeah, it definitely helps for like regular everyday life stuff, you know, like you know, carrying groceries, things like that. You know, if you're if you're somebody who Carrying groceries, taking out garbage, whatever it is that you do daily around the house that you're just a regular person, um, you do need some kind of strength to do that. I hope, I hope unless you have a maid. You know I mean? yeah. <laughs> Other unless than that, you don't buy groceries. Unless you don't you buy know, groceries. You buy like grocery bags. It's just one. <laughs> Seriously, you I live on your own. You don't need too much groceries. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I, I think at some point in time you do need to use some kind of strength to to do something. I would hope. You know? Yeah, lift up a couch, whatever it may be. Move yeah. something around. Yeah. Unless you're just telling people to do stuff for you all day long. Like, <laughs> I mean, you have, you have people who are like that. You have people like that, yeah. You know? That don't use an ounce of strength, you know, for their whole life, you know. You gotta open the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you need, I think you, you need, for them you need that. If you do have fitness goals, then yeah, you do need that for, um, to make your fitness goals a lot easier just because uh, you can make your workouts more efficient in the gym if you're stronger because there's, more load is more more load over time means more calories burned you know yeah and for people who are like just trying to look good and come to the gym just to do that like lose some weight look good feel better about themselves yeah and then you have to strength train yeah. like if you're gonna be doing cardio then sure you're gonna lose weight and you get thin out but you're not gonna get the shape that you want that idealistic body that we talked about before yeah uh, in our other podcast where you know, people want some type of definition, some type of muscle, yeah. uh, some type of shape to their body, then you have to try and train. Yeah. And then I think a lot of people just neglect that and they just try to say like, oh, I don't want to do strength training. I'd rather just do cardio. I'd rather yeah. just take classes. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd rather just run. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a runner. I don't need strength training. Yeah. I think it's more because people don't realize how many calories running and taking classes don't burn. You know? I mean, they burn a good amount, but it's like... It's not... I think it burn a, a cal- in the long term when you build that muscle and foundation you're gonna be burning so much more just sitting yeah. on your ass and yeah. like you know or sleeping whatever may, you may be doing watching a Netflix show yeah. you know well I found and the weekends when uh, you're just chilling you'll so, be burning a lot more calories so funny interesting day the guy asked me he said do I know he said do I know someone who can run a mile in six minutes a mile do I he said, he asked me if I know anybody. I said, no. He a said, mile in six minutes. Six minutes, yeah. Ah, wait. A mile? Wait, can I do that? I don't know. Can you? Can you mile? run one mile in six minutes? I run a track four times in six minutes. In six minutes? Yeah, I've done it before. I've done it in like five something. Yeah. So, before, yes. Not right now. 
Or that's because I don't. That's not my goal. Yeah, right yeah, now. Like yeah. I don't do that anymore. Well, I'm saying he asked me that I know anybody. This okay. is a while ago. This is like a couple oh. years ago. He asked me. Okay. And I was like, uh, no, I don't know anybody. He said, okay. He said that individual probably burns nine calories each minute. Hmm. So, so then I said, and I said, well, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So that I'm like, are they running slow, right? He's like, I'm like, no. He's like, that's fast. That's elite level running. If you can run a mile in six minutes, that's elite level like runner. You know, so I was an elite level runner. You were an elite level runner at one time, Terry. <laughs> elite level runner, distance runner. What? Distance run. My distance running wasn't that good, though. To be honest, my my five k was trash. Yeah, your five k was probably wasn't good, but after a mile, you probably didn't do well. But at yeah, my, yeah, a mile, yeah. you probably could do really well. Yeah, yeah. So think about it. that person is running so fast to run a mile in six minutes. Mm-hmm. Half majority of people that we know don't run that fast. No, they like you know stroll exactly. Right so they're definitely <laughs> not burning walk nine, a little bit, you know. <laughs> so definitely not burning nine calories in a minute. So it's not yeah. a lot of calories burned in, in doing some doing conditions. Yeah, yeah. So in terms of being time efficient and what you should be doing with your time, we discussed this about before. Like number one thing, if you're coming to the gym once a week, twice a week, just strength train. Yeah. Don't worry about walking on the treadmill or yeah, anything, yeah. anything like that. If yeah. you want, throw in some higher intensity stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, get your heart rate up there. But you could do that with weights, you know. You, you can do get, it with you weights. Get yeah. your cardio up with weights. Yeah, let's do let's do pros faster. You know? <laughs> then Terry did not know he's elite elite runner at one time. That's crazy. Now you now you know Terry. You were, I thought it was like underneath five or like they have to run like four or something. No, I, was I mean that's like, that's now. That's I was now. running like five thirty in high yeah. school. Now, four yes. Laps. Maybe back when you were doing it, that's probably elite. You know. Yeah, I should have joined, like joined a track team. Yeah, this is new. This is new now. This is like, to run. Well, I had I had like uh, teammates who were running like. Faster than me. Yeah. They were like five minutes. I think this kid in my team, he, all, he almost went like uh, underneath five or oh, wow. something. That's crazy. Yeah. This is your... Uh, like the... long legs. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> like a Giselle. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's like, that's considered to be an elite runner. You know, like, you know, m- most people, you know, can't do that. Well, I guess one out of ten, one out of ten people, they probably can do it. One out of ten. Yeah. Probably can but for the most part, not many people can do that, you know. So it's one of the things where an elite person isn't burning a lot of calories in that moment. So you can only imagine uh, a regular person, you know, on a, on walking on a treadmill, you know. Yeah, especially those who just come in, walk on a treadmill, and not even on an incline. <laughs> like, on you're, incline. you're on a flat surface, walk on a treadmill, hands on the top of the treadmill, like <laughs> hands on the top with no like incline. for like two hours. Like in two hours, you could have done. A lot, yeah, yeah. even an hour, yeah, like thirty minutes an hour, you could have done a lot more strength training as you were if you were to just walk on a treadmill, hands on the yeah, yeah. hands on treadmill, walking at like a two speed. <laughs> You're really not getting much done. Yeah. So with that being said, strength training first, you know, and yeah. then worry about everything else later, you know. Yep. All right. So we'll end that podcast there. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, if you have any questions, once again, just let us know. We'll try to answer on the podcast here or uh, through our Instagram page as well. And also the YouTube comment section. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode.